You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Great writing can undermine hindsight. Events we feel to be fixed in our minds can be made to vanish by the powers of prose. While the first histories may indeed be written by the victors, the most informative offer the viewpoint of the vanquished. It's not enough to know the sequence of historical events. We need to see those events from the perspective of those who lived through them, who did not know what would come after. Offer readers a true perception from the past, and the future will be forgotten. Eric Larson manages this difficult feat within the Garden of Beasts, his gripping story of William E. Dodd, the American ambassador sent to Germany just before Hitler seized power. Here he was, this solid and stolid professor of history at the University of Chicago, mild-mannered guy. And I love the fact that here's this innocent being thrown into this cauldron. What did he experience? What would he have experienced? Dodd was not alone. He brought his family with him, including his 25-year-old daughter, Martha, who was being courted back in the United States by Carl Sandburg and was friends with Thornton Wilder. What she saw when she arrived in Berlin in 1933 is almost incomprehensible to us today. And then when I came across his daughter's memoir, then I was absolutely hooked because, you know, when she arrived, she fell in love with the Nazi revolution. So what you had was two innocents entering this dark forest. I just love the idea of that. Larson's book is an assiduously researched, creepy, disturbing page-turner that brilliantly recreates a world that does not know what we all know. The Garden of Beasts is the Tiergarten, a park in Berlin that is the center in and around which Larson finds his characters. Ambassador Dodd would fairly routinely arrange to go for strolls through the Tiergarten to have private conversations. Just the idea of these diplomats just kind of strolling through this lovely park, and all around them was this dark, darkening surveillance culture, this, this growing oppression. When he traveled to Berlin, Larson knew that the city he was writing about had been destroyed in the war. But he suspected that being where his book took place would tell him something useful. My main goal in going to Berlin, and I realized this when I first looked out my hotel room. I was on a pretty high floor looking out actually over the Tiergarten in the distance. The the various nodes of action, the various offices, Gestapo headquarters, the Dodds house that they eventually lease from a, a prominent Jewish banker, all these locations were within an easy 15, 20 minute walk of each other. Now, I don't know why that's so important, but it is. It just gives you a sense of this close-packed world that was so important to the future of the rest of the world. Larson also did extensive research in archives, though he generally does not spend much time in them. And my MO, by the way, is to breeze into an archive, read something just enough to get a sense that it might be valuable, and then photocopy the whole thing. The result of Larson's research is a tight, taut narrative with engaging characters that results in a breathless page-turning experience. We all know how everything turned out. When you're armed with that sense of hindsight, you look at them and you want to just scream at them and say, don't do that. It's like a horror film. Larson puts us in the perspective of those helpless innocents in the horror film of actual history. It is my intention to create what I like to think of as a historical experience. My goal is that people will begin one of my books and emerge at the very end with this feeling that maybe they have lived briefly in this past time. 
But Eric Larson's In the Garden of Beasts is much more than mere history. By immersing ourselves in the visions of historical figures, seeing the world as they did, we become better able to see what's happening in our world, right in front of our eyes. For the Agony Column and KUSP, this is Rick Kleffel with Time to Read. You can find out more about Time to Read and the Agony Column at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.